Hey, this is Brian Johnson of Tell 'em Steve, Dave, and Comic Book Men. Go on, listen to with your bad self. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast, episode 221, with you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Sean. Yo. How's it going? Hey, welcome back. Thanks, man. Uh, it always sounds like a little bit of uh, um, NPR when you're here. Well, I, I try to bring that across. You, you've got that like that some, little something to your voice. Yeah, I, t- I try to bring that Michelle Norris uh, <laughs> multiculturalism to the table. Yeah, because that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> it's because you're super multicultural. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing that describes me better. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's late. It is very, very it's late. late in the evening. Uh, we we were just at uh, Smitty's Bar at 709 Jefferson Street in Waterloo for the uh, biggest tour ever, ever. Hell Guinness, yeah, we were. Yeah, Guinness Book of World Records setting uh, tour. <sighs> I didn't do well. Uh, you say you didn't do well, but, but uh, I think you did damn, damn fine. Well, here's the problem. I judge how well I do by laughs, and there weren't very many of them. <laughs> you are in the business of uh, judging. That is an appropriate measure of, of, uh, of judgment, that's right. for sure. Right. It would be kind of like if uh, you were going to be the world's tallest building, for example, and uh, it was a measure of feet. <laughs> and if there were no feet, you, you could would, not be the world's tallest you building. You could not do well. That's no, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I th- a, crowd, a crowd like that, I, I don't think... I don't think that they were necessarily expecting a comedy show. You you played to a hockey crowd, right? But and, uh, everybody else did just fine. What, it was it, you know if if everybody else would have struggled, I'd be like, yeah, totally, it was a crowd man. Like, uh, but, but it wasn't that. True, <laughs> this, is, this is true. But where the I, heck, no, I appreciate the fact that you love me, right? And I, I appreciate the fact that you're trying to dig me out of this hole. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, I was not good tonight. This was not. I was not in top form. It it ended badly. Everybody is their own worst critic, that's right. for sure. You know who else is my worst critic tonight? The crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, that the, the gentleman that followed you did damn fine. Oh, yeah. And, Every, uh, everybody, uh, there are three other comics tonight, uh, Billy Anderson, Adam Olette, and Morgan Preston, and they were all fucking amazing. And I mentioned to you earlier, they were amazingly different. Yeah. Very, a small, small crowd. Very, very energetic crowd. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, uh, after the first guy. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. But, uh, but all were all were brought into each act very differently. It was a, it was an interesting night of comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, the first the first act was a very very intellectual approach. I felt. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah. And, he uh, was he was a lot smarter. He was one of those deals where he was a lot smarter than he let on. Like I, yeah. yeah yeah, and so he. He would throw in a lot of stuff that probably went over people's heads, but then they'd come back and get it, yep. and it was amazing. And then um, that was Billy, and then Andrew came on, and Andrew uh, – I've known Andrew for many years now, and, and it was, it's crazy that he can maintain the energy. Holy hell. Like that is a pile of angry <laughs> that he maintained for about 30 minutes. It, like, really, it was amazing. It really was, man. Like, yeah. that guy was That guy was on – fire yeah. and with a vengeance well and and still it finds a way to be be likable 
Like yeah. it's not even like he comes out angry and he's like, I'm an angry motherfucker. He kind of does that Lewis Black thing where, <laughs> right. you know, you still like him. He's still endearing. He finds some way to uh, ingratiate himself to the audience. And, yeah, he and, he yeah. invites you to be angry with him. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And and then it's strangely, Morgan, uh, you know, Morgan has this uh, "I'm fed up with the world" approach. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he reflected that at the beginning of the yeah, show, where he almost fought a guy. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yes. he he was he was kind enough to bring me up, and because he asked me, uh, he's like, "Hey, uh, how do you want to do this?" And I'm like, "However you want, I'm here for you." And he says, uh, "Well, you want me to bring you up?" And I'm like. If that's what you want to do. And he's like, is that what you fucking want or not? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I'd be honored if you bring me up. So he, he gets on stage and, and, and does all the rules, which is amazing for, he, he was ultimately the headliner and he gets on stage and does the rules, the whole keep your table, talk to right. a minimum, shut off your cell phones. If you got to smoke, go outside and smoke like shit like that. And then brings me on stage. Um, at which point I, uh, disappointed him for about eight minutes and then uh, <laughs> then he comes back on stage, and since it was a Guinness Book of World Records tour, he had to give the rules of their qualification, like what they have to have. And then they had to pass out, I think, eight um, packets to people right. to be um, witnesses. witnesses, Yeah, which I was one, and then they, they gave them to uh, seven other people. And that was kind of weird. It, it really kind of, and they entrusted a whistle. Yeah, somebody from the crowd. Oh, was it somebody from the crowd? It was. A, I think it was that guy in the front, wasn't it? He, he held the stopwatch. There was that dude in the front that uh, said he worked for the pest control company. Right. right. He uh, he held the stopwatch, and I think as it hit fifteen minutes, they blew the whistle to make sure that it was. Which nobody they never did on time ever. <laughs> Not a chance. Because <laughs> the first uh, Billy was at one point. He's like, "Hey, how much time do I am I doing? I don't want to go too long." And they're and they're like seventeen minutes. He's like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay. whistle, 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 whistle." <laughs> Because <laughs> Guinness says they have to blow the whistle at the beginning and then uh, 15 minutes. In. Yep. So because they have to do at least 15 minutes right. uh, and they have to do – there have to be at least eight or ten people in the in the audience and it has to be in the most professional environment possible. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I, uh, I'm not so sure about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've seen, I've been in some pretty not uh, unprofessional stand-up comedy environments. This wasn't even close. I'm, I can only imagine, man. I, I wish he would have fought that guy at the beginning, though. That guy I, was a dick. I was a little worried at the beginning. What I didn't, I just saw. I didn't see the motor skills. <laughs> oh, he's a mess. Of the drunken individual <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. Right. I saw him like arguing, and I saw him get up. And, and start then, walking toward it. And I believe you were filling out your witness form at the right. time. And he started walking. I was like, oh, snap. What the hell's going on here? This ain't good. Some dude's like getting up to fight one of the comics? Yeah, because the because he yelled started. something from the back of the crowd. And, and Morgan said, why don't you come up here and say that? And so he came up there to say it. <laughs> he did. And, and like, he's oh, wearing shit. a fucking Adidas tracksuit. Right. And <laughs> the best part of the evening for me, being a nerd, was when Andrew Olette's... <laughs> <laughs> says there's some Grand Theft Auto Four shit happening in here. You got Nico motherfucking Bellic <laughs> in the house challenging my authority. I'm like, holy shit! He just referenced an actual character in Grand Theft Auto Five or Four. Brilliant, Sorry. yeah, just amazing. Uh, if you get a Grand, if you get a reference a character in Grand Theft Auto Five, it would have been even more uh, impressed because there are a lot of characters in that fucking game. It would have been far more Kurt and Farish. Also, yeah. like, hey, Michael, you're but, uh, bitchy kids. Yeah. <laughs> it became evident though that. That uh, that mofo didn't stand a chance. No, even it, if he wanted to. Oh, he was a mess. And th- you want to explain to me who these two motherfuckers were? Uh, the dude up front with the two chicks. He's holding hands. Oh yeah, with two chicks through the whole fucking show. So at first I thought one he was with one of them, and like other chick was like, "Hey, I'm a friend." Right. But then as I looked, and like as they started making references to like this is this is a little more than that. They were straight uh, up snuggling. They were absolutely yeah. all three of them. It was like, like they're cuddle the buddies. Yeah. yeah, he was in like a freaking like interlaced hands, like yeah. interlaced like he was the meat in a dyke sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, absolutely, <laughs> wow, hey, <laughs> <A> whoa, <laughs> that happened. Uh, it, it just did. But I, you know, I. So you think those two chicks are eating each other's pussy tonight? Absolutely. Really? He's he's probably. Sitting in a in a fucking I'm easy chair sure. in the corner, just pounding one out. I don't know. I don't know if he's just. I don't know if he's like relegated to like pound one out, or if he's somehow involved. <laughs> I, 
if he's involved, just to get him Gatorades and a sandwich so they can start all over. <laughs> right? Because that one chick had fishing lures all over her shirt. Oh, my God. It was dang. terrible. That, that was the most be... sparkly shirt I've ever seen in public. It was going to be an life. operation to get that thing off of her. Oh, I don't think it was going to be an operation at all. <laughs> I think she, right. I think they walk in the house. He's taking off his shoes. She's buck-ass naked eating that other chick out. That's Call it a hunch. More than likely, yeah. So it was a weird crowd. Like, there are weird people there tonight. That. You want. My, my, uh. (laughs) Okay. So that happens. We're in the middle of Iowa here. So (laughs) it's not exactly. Diversity is not the strong suit. Right. But there's one individual in the crowd who, uh, happens to be of a different race than everybody else. There's a black guy. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. (laughs) Who, uh, who does. Who plays up to the celebrity status of a black guy in Iowa? <laughs> but what they don't realize is, okay, uh, as as being people from outside of this state um, and almost outside of the country because they're all from Washington, uh, right. <laughs> Waterloo, Iowa, has the most blacks per capita in the entire state. Right, right. Which so, is it's just fucking ironic it, as hell. It, it, what's just weird? It, it doesn't make any sense. But they're all from Chicago. Just ask them. Um, so, so, so. They're making this big deal about this black guy being in the bar, and they're like, you don't even belong here. I tell you what, when we leave tomorrow, get in our car with us. We'll take you somewhere safe. And I'm just sitting here going, no, really, um, there's a lot of black people here. But <laughs> I'm watching this whole adventure play out. So so as it plays out a little bit, they get to asking this guy his name, <laughs> and then fucking entertainment ensues. It, it, because it, his name is? The Show. The freaking show. That is how the man introduces himself. I'm the show. Like, which show? Like a cable show? Like, is that a name? Or just no. a regular network show? Or like, maybe he's like, maybe he's like a, uh, like a Broadway show. Right. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> maybe a little more bring the noise, bring the funk, though. Ooh, he's, hey now. he's in stomp. <laughs> I mean, what? He's the big show, except not so big. <laughs> well, I say it's a big show. It's a big except bad I'm, show tonight, y'all. Except I'm just the show. <laughs> I'm just the show. <laughs> the show. In a hockey bar. <laughs> Brilliant. And it yeah. just, it, I love that it, uh, I think it was Morgan that was, was it Morgan that was asking who that was? Or was it Andrew? I can't remember which of the which of the three comedians like brought that element into the. Oh, the, asked the black guy who he was. Right, yeah, it was Morgan. Morgan, yeah. <laughs> just asking for a name, just a name, just a name like Steve and, or Ralph. And you get the, fucking, the, show the show thrown at your ass. <laughs> what the fuck is that? See, this is why. This is why people make jokes at your expense. I mean, honestly, this, if you just would have said, my name is Travis, like that would have been fine. Right. That would have been totally fine. And it then was. we could have moved on from there. But, but the no. dude, the dude not say it was like, I want to be a celebrity. The dude said it was like, no, that's my name. Yeah, my name's I'm, the show. I'm the show. The show says I'm a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you like to name this child? The show. The show. You, you suppose it was T-H-A apostrophe S-H-O. <laughs> the show. <laughs> I think I don't know. Overall, man, it was a hell of a night. Um, all three of those guys were just dynamite. They played they played different angles of the crowd all night long. And uh, whether it was a menage a trois or a random black guy in the crowd <laughs> or some bitch cheering for the wrong hockey team, it was a uh, it was a hell of a night, man. That was amazing. We had to wait to start the show until the uh the, we have a local like it's 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 almost like a semi pro semi pro slash uh club hockey team where the where the the players are between the ages of fifteen and twenty. Okay, so they have to have host families and shit, and most of the kids they you know they they could be from like Quebec, and they come here to play hockey, and they have to go to our high school, and they live with the host family, but. It's huge here because we have no professional sports teams. Right. So, like, the hockey team, people worship this hockey team. And since they serve beer at the hockey games, they go nuts over it, right? Yeah. Well, it just happened to be an away game tonight. And they can get it on the internet somehow. So, they were playing it on two TVs in the bar because it's a hockey bar. And they couldn't start the comedy show until after the hockey game was over. So, it went into overtime and then it went to a shootout. (laughs) 
Right. And the shootout went to fucking 12 rounds. <laughs> it was forever. Unreal. I know nothing about hockey, but I'm pretty sure it lasts until tomorrow. And it, so at one point in the shootout, uh, a team scores a goal and everybody starts cheering. Well, it turns out it was the other team. Yep. And, and and I don't know what happened or what caused it because there was there were not any fans of the other team in the bar. No, there was there were no rivalry issues no, going on here. This not, was just some drunk shit going yeah, on. Yeah, and so they were so drunk they didn't even know what team they were cheering for. That's fucking retarded. Yeah, very retarded. Like I don't know man. that I've ever been so drunk that I'm watching a Bears game and cheer when the Packers score. Like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Like oh, and then their excuse was, well, I thought he blocked it. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. I thought that puck that's floating out in the middle of the ice yeah. was actually not in the net. Yeah. It's I'm weird. So strange. So, yeah, it was, it was, and that was a running joke for the rest of the night. It was just bizarre. Like, it just, like, how, it would literally be like you're at an Iowa State football game and Iowa State gets held on fourth and one and then you cheer. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly. It was retarded, so yeah, so that was amazing, <laughs> and and then uh, the, those people were basically laughed out of the bar. I think they ended up leaving. Pretty much, it wasn't safe for them there. Anymore. I don't think so. No. No. Yeah, it was it was a weird night, and then at the end of the night, <laughs> there's this girl, and she was wearing the brightest blue blue jeans I've ever seen in my life. She was at a glance. This this girl looked, you know, she she could be a very Attractive, very attractive, yeah. very clean cut, yeah, like blonde, like I don't know, she like girl next door, yeah. From what? What did you explain? She had that nice round Texas face, yeah. She, yeah. Had, she had that nice like <laughs> southern rural Texas face going on, right, right. Uh, but after further review, <laughs> after further review, um, I believe you described her 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 teeth as just a tad bit methy, a little. <laughs> they were a little methy, right. And uh, um, she was wearing a shirt with uh. Uh, I think we discovered maybe 35% dead animals on it. <laughs> they were, uh, right. I'm, it was, I'm pretty sure there were like giraffe corpses. Yeah, it was, an, it, was a, it was an animal print shirt, but it was animal print in so much that it was the silhouettes of animals like giraffes, rhinoceros, uh, cheetah, I believe. Right. So it wasn't um, like this was like sexy leopard print. No, no, no. This was like they're the actual silhouettes of these tiny yeah. little – like, remember those little plastic toys that you used to get when you were a kid? Right. Like the, the little plastic horses where you could put the like, cowboys and Indians on them. And then, like, they had the little pegs that would fit into the sides of the horses. Right. But they were very small. And you would always lose them after about a week. And then yeah. you're like, you'd end up with one horse in the shape of, like, a bucking bronco. And that was the only thing you would have left. And you're like, well, I guess this is my toy now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it was kind of like that. They were very tiny. Uh, and they were in all kinds of, like, some of them were... Uh, upright. Some of them were 90 degrees. Others right. were laying on their back with their feet in the air. <laughs> and so I'm looking at her shirt and she turns, looks at me, she goes, are you staring at my shirt? And I go, well, uh, what I'm not understanding is why there are so many dead animals on your shirt. <laughs> and she's like, I think it's creepy that you're staring at my shirt. I'm like, why would you wear that shirt unless you wanted people to notice it? Like there, there are animals on their backs with their feet straight up in the air. That means they're dead. That's, that's a universal sign for dead. Yeah, it would be. And she's like, I think that's creepy. So what are you guys doing later tonight? Like, without missing a beat. And I'm like, what do you even mean by that? Yeah, it's, what is later? Yeah, well, like, this what, bar is closing. Yeah, it's, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. What are you looking for here? I mean, my buddy, my buddy Sean will totally eat your pussy. Right, but I'm yeah. just saying, uh, I don't know what you're proposing. She yeah. did want to hold my hand and said I was with her. And, uh, I, I don't think I was. She no. did that? Yeah. Right when, what? near the end there, it was like kind of like getting a little spotty. Uh, <laughs> you went to take a link and she was like, what are we doing? You're with me, right? You're with me. I'm like, I'm not with anybody here. What's going on? <laughs> like your teeth look freaky. I didn't really say that, but I really could have. And she wouldn't have known the fucking difference. I didn't know that, that no. happened. She kept on holding her hand out. I was like, ah, stranger danger, stranger danger. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> Please. I need an old priest like, and a young priest. <laughs> <laughs> she was not healthy. <laughs> 
That was goddamn sure. Well, and she was shaped funny. Like, her torso was really long and her legs were really short. It made yeah. me uncomfortable. Oh, my God, man. I didn't know she was trying to hold your hand. Yeah, she she was for a little bit there. It was a little weird. I was, I was like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't you, think I want to hold see, your hand. See, in, in, in a situation like that, because you have nothing to lose, you need to look her right in the eye and be like, how do you feel about sucking dick? Because <laughs> really, at that point, what do you have to lose? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I spoke with the bitch just high on meth and just has to chomp down. Well, I don't think it works that way. What? How does it work? Can you tell me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Try to help you out here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't work that way. I feel like I should, because Big Al was giving her a ride home. I feel like I should text him and be like, hey. um, Careful of that bitch. Careful. She asked Sean if he was with her. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm not with you. <laughs> Careful. Let's get on badly. Put that bitch to bed. Take a picture of her sleeping. You walk away. <laughs> you have nothing to do with it. Take a picture. Take a picture of her sleeping. Take a picture of her door locked. Take a picture of you outside of her house. Like, just Snapchat your whole way home. Because <laughs> right. that's safer for everybody. <laughs> Document that shit. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to send him a text message right now. Be careful with that one. Yeah. She's not, uh, she's not well tonight. Be careful with that one. She tried to hold Sean's hand. To hold. And normally that's a, maybe that's a fun, sexy move, but, uh. Sean's hand. And. But we convince him. <laughs> he was with her. I don't know, when some bitch with fucked up meth teeth is, uh. You may want to take pictures. <laughs> that prove you left her house. <laughs> prove you left her home alone. <laughs> It's probably for the best. <laughs> Al, may the force be with you tonight. <laughs> it's probably for the best. <laughs> Drop that bitch off and leave. Put a post-it on her forehead. Pick up your focus in the morning. <laughs> Pick up your shame in the morning. <laughs> uh, be careful with that one. She tried to hold Sean's hand and convince he was with her. You may want to take pictures that prove you left your home alone. It's probably for the best. <laughs> oh, shit. I wish I would have known that. Yeah, she, it was just, it was a really weird little moment there. Well, and then we were standing at, I was getting ready to go to the can, and we're standing by the bathroom, and she walks by and just mumbles incoherently, like, six sentences. Um, her, yeah, and, she was... And I, and I look at her, and she, like, points at me, and, like, kind of shakes her fist, and I go, well, that's kind of rude. And she goes, you're, you're rude, and you're both, both rude. And then walked out to smoke a cigarette. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? At that point, she had a little bit of the witch from the Princess Bride in her. She wanted a little bit of the Sean from <laughs> Castle Cahill in her. That's what she wanted to have. Maybe a little. Like, what chick says to two dudes, so what are you guys doing later? Uh, Apparently, I, I mean. That's a chick that's already seen the, sh the hell, man. What? <laughs> she's shit. Like, she's got nothing to lose. Well, and it was weird because, like, there were only, like, maybe four people left in the bar. Yeah. Well, and just out of the blue, she turns and looks at us. What are you guys doing later? Like, apparently fucking Eiffel Tower and over your ass. <laughs> I mean, what do, you, what do you want here? Right. I mean, seriously. I mean, you want to be a Chinese finger cuff, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you weird bitch. What do you know about koala bears? I don't know. I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> moments where you're just like i don't know if any tonight could be any more non sequitur no no she'll <sighs> she'll uh she'll wake up somewhere tomorrow hopefully yeah, hopefully her own house yeah that would be best yeah i don't i just can't imagine like you know it, being a guy and going through college and whatnot and drunk and i've i woke up places i didn't know how i got there and shit but i was still i was a guy you know right. so the odds of me being like raped or violated in any way not very good because secondly look at me nobody's gonna want to do that right what i can't imagine is being a girl and going to a bar by yourself that's insane man. and getting so drunk that people are talking about you on a podcast heard in 17 countries <laughs> <laughs> unreal man well i asked big Al if he wanted to come over and record tonight and he's like well i have to give her a ride home should we have her on the show and i said it would be worse than the curator Oh, I'm trying to imagine right now what the scenario would be right now with Big Al sitting in this stool and whatever that chick was 
sitting next to you. <laughs> oh, she she would be, she would have to sit in that folding chair behind you. There's no way she could maintain on that stool. No, she would fall be, right the fuck off. She'd be passed right out right now. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't even feel comfortable bringing her to my house. No, should you? Because I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't want to have to explain to my wife <laughs> why I brought a fucking well uh, just a, a blonde mess thing over. Yeah, and blonder likes to party. So that's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we wanted to bring her over and just uh, we thought we'd start a fire. You know, just hang out. Just teach her, <laughs> teach her about the evils of alcohol. Oh my god, man! Like, I got pulled. Here's, I don't know that I've ever been out to a bar and gotten to a point where I've been blackout drunk or just like incomprehensible drunk. Well, I did once, right. but I was with Dave Rokey, so you can only you can only understand. Well, Rokey you know. was involved. And <laughs> understandable. I know it was it. It was in Ames. I went to a bar. It was for, it was the year before I graduated. It was for somebody else's graduation. And I decided my lame ass was going to drive home. Terrible idea. Terrible I got pulled idea. over about oh. two blocks away from my home. And I blew over the limit. Oh. And I was let go. What? Yeah. How? How? Because you're two blocks away from your home? Because I was two blocks away from my home. And they said, you've got some choices here. <laughs> and I was like... Are any of them involving you? <laughs> My, uh, if I have choices, can I just make the one that doesn't involve me going to jail, please? <laughs> right. And so they, uh, these, these police actually offered, they ended up parking my truck in a lot, in a neighboring parking lot, an adjacent parking lot to where I got pulled over and said, this lot opens at five in the morning and it's a tow lot. So you're going to have to wake your ass up and move your fucking truck wow. or you're going to be towed. So now you're going to walk your ass home. And I had the fucking nerve to ask him for a ride. <laughs> they gave you one? No. Oh. I said, you're going to walk your ass and your truck's probably going to be towed in the morning. And it, just, that was the break. That was the only break I've ever needed on that scenario. Was it towed? No. Really? I ended up getting there. You know, like I've had, I had worse experiences with my truck with Joe Spina. <laughs> that fucker. Um, <laughs> what happened there? Oh, that's... Uh, Wait, you mean national commercial artist Joe Spina? <laughs> the very same. Oh, okay. He borrowed my truck one time, Got came over to Welch Avenue Station, where I was after he borrowed it, and said, hey, your truck died. I'm like, oh, where'd you leave it? He's like, in the middle of the fucking road. <laughs> yeah, over in the middle fucking, of like, road? West Street, Campus Avenue. Just in the middle? Just Did you push it to the side? No. Not Why? even a little bit. That's dumb. Yep. So there it was. <laughs> the Ranger, sitting in the middle of the fucking road. What? So I went and got the son of a bitch. <laughs> the ranger went through a hell of a lot. Did it start for you? No. Uh. It didn't start for me at all, but at least I moved it to the side of the road. He <laughs> got off the fucking highway. What the fuck, Joe Spina? God damn so. it. But uh the moral of the story, if you're uh twenty two, blonde, female, <laughs> do not go fucking drinking away in a bar. Yeah. Where you're like, on all, your own. All by yourself. And why would you want to? Like, why would you want to no. go to, see, I've seen, like, even at, at this day and age, like, at my age right now, I have no desire to just go to a bar by myself and no. drink. You know why? Because my couch is fucking comfortable. Yeah. And I can go up to Hy-Vee Wine and Spirits and buy a fucking six or a shiner and drink that fucker by myself on my couch for $7.99. If I go to a fucking bar and drink a six pack of fucking shiner, eh, they're three fifty a piece. Yeah. That's so, a little more than eight dollars. Yeah, and I can watch whatever the fuck I want on my TV. I can listen to whatever fucking music I want for free because I have the internet. So it's pretty easy to get whatever song you want to hear. I mean, right? Hypothetically, from yeah. iTunes, of course, where you buy them. <laughs> of course, right? Yeah, buy them. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand as a you know twenty something. Do you think she's twenty two? You think she's? Uh, she looked mid early twenties. Yeah. So at her age, why not just get a pile of your dumbass friends? Go up to Cedar Falls on the hill where right. you belong, or even Main Main Street, so you can stop at Pablo's on Main Street in Cedar Falls um, and get a burrito. <laughs> you know, like why? Why would you go to Smitty's, which is a townie bar, right. by yourself and get fucking slammered sh- drunk, like to the point yeah. where you're embarrassing yourself in really? the conversations yeah. you're having, and embarrassing, and really like you are, you have one fallback there. Like that chick's only fallback tonight. Is that Al is a decent human being right. is going to give her a fucking ride home. Right. Well, and, and, uh, if you are that girl, which on a normal night could probably pick up a guy at the bar, if you're so drunk 
the guys are looking at you at the bar like, eh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. All right. Because that's only really happened to me one time in my life. Right. It was Halloween time in 2000. must have been 2006. Because I wasn't dating anybody. And I went to Voodoo Lounge on Main Street in Cedar Falls. And there was a girl dressed as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, hell. Yeah. And she looked cute. <laughs> And she was all on my nutsack. Like at one point, I'm standing there, and she shoves her hand down my pocket, like in my pocket, won't won't take her hand out of my pocket. So bar close, we start walking. She's like, "All right, let's go." And I'm like, "All right." So I start walking down the stairs because Voodoo Lounge is upstairs, and then there's a restaurant downstairs. We start walking down the stairs. She eats shit going down the stairs, oh. and so I pick her up. We get to the the landing. We get out onto the street, and I turn and. To one of her friends. I didn't know this girl and I didn't know her friends. I turned to her friend and I go, like, give him the old hand off, like, hands on both her shoulders. I go, you want to make sure she gets home tonight? And they're like, you're not going to take her home? And I go, no. She's far too fucked up for me to even take a, a chance at going right. home with her. Take her home, make sure she gets home okay, and I have her number. I'll call her next week. That's the only time that's ever happened. Because it's just... And that, and, and that was for me the turning point where I started sure. to grow up, you know, because in college, drunk chicks, <laughs> easy mark, you know. It's tough. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a weird freaking wake up call. Yeah. Like, it's like, she's drunk. I really don't want to deal with that. Yeah. It's some, it, there's a turning point. Yeah. And so tonight, this girl, like, for, to, to get yourself into a situation where I was a, a fairly cute girl, dudes are looking at you going, you are an embarrassment to yourself. Right. Like, I won't even let you suck my buddy's dick. How about that? Get the fuck away from me. Like, and that, that happens more and more to me because usually I wear a baseball cap, you know? Right. And usually my, the first thing to where I try to get a chick kicked out of a bar is if she takes my baseball cap and tries to wear it. And I will fucking berate them into tears. <laughs> but I just don't understand as a girl, like, why do you let yourself get into that situation? I don't know, man. Because it, with having a vagina, in theory, you should be able to go out any night and get laid. Because I have a belief that no matter how unattractive the woman, she can still go out and find an equally unattractive man to fuck. But a man could go out and strike out six nights out of seven easily. Because girls are picky. Guys, however, as long as you have the equal level, the teeter-totter of ugly, right? Like, an ugly guy is going to be all right with an ugly chick. An ugly chick, on the other hand, won't necessarily be all right with an ugly guy. But that means that the ugly chick can make the decision at any point to get laid. Oh, yeah. The the, the chick has the power. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a touchy subject with... Uh, you know, there's there's all sorts of debate and fucking oh, help, no, help no, groups and all there's sorts no debate. of shit. There's no debate. <laughs> there's a reason pussy and power start with the same letter. <laughs> Science, bitch. Science. <laughs> right. Yo, bitch. Science. Science, <laughs> yo. Oh, fuck. You watch Breaking Bad? I don't, man. Oh, I don't. Man. I've got a lot, of, a lot of people I know do. Do you have Netflix? I do have Netflix. Is Breaking Bad on Netflix? I don't know. Yeah, is I'm it? sure it is. It probably is. Why? Just watch it, man. Because you don't have cable, right? No, I don't. Then why aren't you watching Breaking Bad on Netflix? I said, to me, all I know about it is that it's about methamphetamines. Yes, and that it glorifies. Ah, uh, no, no. See, and that and that's but if what, your lead character is, is all about it, yeah, then but in it of itself, nothing that... good. <laughs> nothing good happens to him. How is he alive for seven years then? Uh. It's only five seasons. All right. Yeah. And my understanding, well, no, nah, I don't want to do that because I won't, I won't do what happened to me on the internet. <laughs> I won't, I won't do that because Jim Beaver, who I respect infinitely as an actor, ruined the end of Breaking Bad for me. All right. Yeah. Because there were some things that happened in a newspaper in New Mexico that gave away the ending. Ah, uh, okay. And it makes me very angry. All right. And I'm just waiting for, uh, day after Thanksgiving sale, so I can buy season five of Breaking Bad and finish the fucking journey. Fair enough. Yeah. It's an amazing show. It's very well written for the most part. Some of the supporting characters are a little cheesy, but, uh, right. it's, uh, I enjoy it. I didn't think I would like it, but I got seasons one through three for like 11 bucks a piece on day after Thanksgiving sale. So 
There's a lot of man. There's a lot of good shit out there that I haven't seen anything of. Like I don't watch. I don't watch Breaking Bad. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is amazing. I've heard it is. I've it, heard it, I it's, freaking love it. And, and in my opinion, Game of Thrones makes Breaking Bad look like a fucking romper room. Wow. Game of Thrones is a fucking. It's brutal. It it, it it's brutal in its in in its violence and it's brutal in its drama. And there's also some sexy, sexy time in there. All right. There, there's one moment in the show. There's a brothel that's very prominently featured in the show. And, uh, there's one prostitute that apparently isn't keen on doing something. And so she, uh, the, the brothel owner takes her away from her client and puts another prostitute on him. But she is just finished with another guy. And it was very clear she's been blowing him. And I'm not shitting you. Come. <laughs> Is, is drooling out of the corner of her mouth and the brothel owner reaches up with his thumb and wipes it away and says, now go see him. It's like, it's so fucking brutal and visceral and they pull no punches. There's, there, there's incest. There's, uh, just regular awesome fucking. There's dragons. There's beheadings. Like, this show is amazing. Medieval awesomeness. And winter is coming. Holy winter. It's it's a very good show, and no one is safe. No one is safe. No, like lead characters dead. Like, right. It's it's amazing. That and Homeland, I really enjoy Homeland. And uh, you're a you're a big fan of another story that I have yet to get into, but I'm not for not wanting to. I, I very much want to get into it. Uh, the Walking Dead. Right. Uh, I'm I'm more a fan of the books. Like I, I think I'm telling you, you should pick up the two compendiums. All right. And just get you into it. They're like 30 bucks a piece on Amazon. It's a hell of a good read. It, it, I mean, it's a comic book, but it's, it, it's better than the show. The show has peaks and valleys. Like there are some really moments of, some moments of great television in the show. And then there, there are some moments of terrible fucking television in the show. We're in the fourth season now. And there are some, sh- there's some shit that has happened this season. And, and also uh, prominently in second, the second season where I'm like, really? Like, I can look past the fact that the fucking dead are walking the earth. What I can't look past is the fact that you're driving a fucking pickup truck across uneven ground and pulling headshots with a pistol. Like, don't treat me like I'm a fucking idiot. Like, at least explain it away somehow. Right. Like, at least have your character go, oh my god, I can't believe I made that shot. Something where it just makes it like, it's not, I don't know. It, I, I'm I'm disappointed mainly because of how incredibly intense the books are, yeah, and how the show has turned into more of a soap opera. All right, you know, I think I think many shows that happens to though, yeah, when the crowd gets big, that happened to The West Wing for sure. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but it's any Sorkin show is amazing. <laughs> My, yeah. I mean, uh, West Wing, Sports Night. I thought Sports Night should have lasted at least three more seasons. Um, uh, 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 was it, uh, 30, su- Sunset 30, Sunset, oh, what the fuck was it called? Sunset 20 on the, oh, what the Studio, Studio 20 on the Sunset Strip. Okay. Um, with, uh, Matthew Perry and, uh, it was a Sorkin show. It was fucking amazing. And it came out, it started the same time as 30 Rock. Fairly recent. Yeah. I yeah. remember this. But, uh, Studio, Studio 30, Studio 20, whatever the fuck it was called, um, didn't last because the thing was, it was a smart show. It was a Sorkin show. It was written really, really fucking well. Another great, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure as a Sorkin show is that Newsweek. Right. Have you oh, watched that at all? Stellar. Fucking amazing. Yeah, that's good stuff. Amazing. Um, we had a free preview of, what is it on HBO or Showtime? I don't know. Whatever it is, we had a free preview on okay. our cable and we watched the first like six episodes in a row and I just couldn't get enough. And I just, I love Sorkin. Um, and what was the, the, the most recent thing he had on TV? That was really amazing. Um, it was fairly new. Oh, what the hell did he do recently? Or was it a movie? Um, I just, I've never seen him do anything bad. And he apparently no, had he... like a huge Coke problem for a while well, and then came that. back, um, and like recovered. And it was just, Great, you know. That's funny. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, you, there's something to be said for people that uh, people that see the shit and ended up uh, coming back from it, right? And what they can bring. You look at this uh, shit like right now. The have you seen the news about the mayor of Toronto? 
Yeah, that guy's a mess. He is. A, he's a total <laughs> mess. But he's all for like he put it out there. He's like, you know, I would, I, I would vote myself out for sure. He's like, but uh, but I'm, but I am me, so I can't, I can't support that. I've got to support myself, and I've got to, I've got to leave this to the voters. They put me in; they're going to take me out. But uh, there's, I don't know. There's something to be said for, for uh, somebody that's, you know, seen some bullshit, and what they can bring to the table if they recognize that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just he, that guy's kind of, kind of comes across as a joke to me, though. A little bit. He's he's a little, he seems a little high maintenance. Well, and he's just like. He's hanging out with fucking crackheads. <laughs> There's that. That's weird, right? I think that's, I mean, fr- I think that's frowned on if you're a mayor. But... <laughs> Generally? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we got uh, the newsroom, Moneyball, the social network. He wrote the screenplay, apparently. Um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Show. All right. That's what it was called. Right. That was Matthew Perry? Yeah, Matthew Perry was in that. Um, there were a ton of, it was just good shit. West Wing, obviously. Sports Night. I God, I loved Sports Night. Good Joe stuff. Spina and I used to watch Sports Night at like two in the morning. It was on, oh I think, I think it was on FX. And just, we'd come home and watch it after we went to the bar. Um, and then other stuff that I didn't know, American President, he wrote that. Oh and my God, that's right. A few good Michael men. Douglas and uh, yeah. Sharon Stone, right? Uh, no, Not Annette Sharon. Benning. Annette Benning, that's right. Um, and, uh. <laughs> Confused the American President with basic instincts. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> like, there's either Beaver or some, stuff in it or foreign policy yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm hoping that I can pick up the newsroom day after Thanksgiving because that's just there's 41 episodes of it already holy hell yeah I had no idea it was just amazing it was an amazing fucking show and let's look at producer because there's some other stuff I think no I thought maybe there might I, I'm, I'm still thinking that there's something that I'm missing but he's just so good. Yeah, he's uh, he's got his shit figured out. Um, and you can always tell his, you can find his thumbprint yeah. on anything because it's the same. The dialogue is very identifiable. You know who's not in his thumbprint? Hmm. Jimmy Smits. Oh, he tends to enter shows after Aaron Sorkin has had something to do with them. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Jimmy Smits is the. He's kind of like Robert Patrick. <laughs> And oh, he'll shit. show up in something that could be utter garbage, <laughs> right. and it's amazing once Jimmy Smith touches it. But he's Fair also enough. started to do a thing now where he shows up in shows that are great. Like uh, he was in Dexter. Now he's got a very prominent role in Sons of Anarchy. Um, right. Obviously, he showed up in uh, the second – was it the second season or third season of NYPD Blue? Yep. Um, and there's just something about that, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, man. Uh, he's yeah. just – He's amazing. He wins the voters. Well, you know, well, because he showed up in West Wing, right? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, the big. He was the big guy in the last couple seasons. It's just he and Alan uh, Alan Alda. Oh, Alan Alda! You cannot. You could put Alan Alda in a commercial advocating a new genocide, and it would still, <laughs> it would still be made. Alan Alda is a fucking amazing actor. Yeah, that guy could. Uh, oh, he's. He's something else, man. And a pretty good director, too. I mean, he directed a ton of episodes of MASH. Yeah. And you could always see his fingerprint on MASH because it would all, it was always the overly dramatic episode, strangely. Yeah. Even though he was a great comedic actor. Yep. And still, MASH, uh, bar none, my favorite television show of all time. I think anybody that ever really watched anything of it would has to agree. Oh, it's amazing. I've seen every episode. I own every episode of MASH. That's incredible. the... Uh, the uh, Martinis and Medicine Collection. It comes in a little mini footlocker. Nice. Covered in canvas. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, and I actually ended up buying it for my dad for Christmas one year because that's why I watched every episode because the MASH used to be syndicated on CBS after the uh, the evening news. My dad watched it every day, and I watched it with him every day. And wow. so I've seen every episode of MASH. And I love that show. And it holds up. It is an amazing fucking show. But because it's a period show, right. it, it's kind of difficult for it not to hold up. MASH was on, it used to be, when I was a little kid, it was on like that time right before the evening news. And then uh, when I was growing up a little more, it was that late night spot. And you could flip channels and it would either be MASH or Night Court. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, bam. bam. Bam, bam, bam. 
<laughs> Thanks, Bull. <laughs> Bull Shannon. Oh, Marky Post. Uh, uh, Judge Harry. Yep, Judge yeah. Harry, man. Oh, man. That was, that was not a terrible show. No, I enjoyed Nightcart. Fun stuff. Roz. <laughs> Bailiff Roz. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's weird the shit your brain remembers. Oh, my God, man. No doubt. Night Court. Yeah. All right. So you brought up a couple times here Christmas, day after, day after Thanksgiving, it floated around. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever gone out and experienced that? Oh, BS? out in, the, in public? No. The, no. the day after Thanksgiving nonsense? No. Why would I no. do that? That's ridiculous. So I've, I've gone out a couple times for that with my sister. I've gone with my dad a couple times just to buy some random crap. But, uh, you know, the, the funny thing is if you go to a place like Menards, Menard, oh. Menards is the total sellout. Of contractor stores because they're willing to sell their soul. Oh yeah, and like fucking plush puppy dogs <laughs> and like nonsense. Yeah, oh, they they have good deals of like batteries. They, they do. Oh, yeah, but you got to go through some serious hell to get to those. <laughs> Versus if you go to the Home Depot, and I don't have, want to advocate the despot here. <laughs> slightly less of a deal, but they still know like oh wait. We're a freaking contractor store. Right. Like we can't attract in this nonsense <laughs> and interfere with our freaking business. <laughs> like, what are all these middle aged women doing in our store? Menards does a killing on the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, only, oh my god. But here's the deal. You know how all the places are opening earlier now? Yeah. Like six six o'clock Thanksgiving night. Right. Menards took out an ad in the paper and said, Because we appreciate our employees. And we appreciate the fact that our customers or guests, as they like to call them, uh, want to spend time Thanksgiving with their families. We will not be opening until 6 a.m. on Friday. On Friday. Yeah. All right. They're the only place that had the fuck, that was, had the balls to nut up and do it right. <laughs> yeah. And because Walmart was the one that had the power to, to set the precedent. Right. And so when Walmart came out and said, we're, we're, we're starting our sales at six o'clock on Thanksgiving. Right. Then Target was like, oh, 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 oh my god, let's oh do, let's do, let's do, let's do, you know, and We're then, too. yeah, and then everybody else fucking dog piles on. Right. And meanwhile, Menards is like, you know what? Let's try this because I, we, Eric and I discussed this on an episode a couple weeks ago. Uh, that the whole premise of Black Friday is to pack as many sales as possible into right. as short a time as possible because the longer you stretch it out, the less cost effective it is. So what they don't realize is because they're going to have to pay their employees to be there on Thanksgiving. So that's going to be holiday pay. They're going to pay for all the utilities to be on. That's not normally happening on that day. Um, and they're spreading their sales out. Whereas Menards is, is selling the same items, non-competitive items, mind you, yeah, things oh, yeah. that you're not going to buy anywhere else, um, in the same small window yep. with the same amount of employees working, with the same amount of utilities being used. They're actually going to be far more black than these other businesses. These other businesses are losing money by doing this. And what's strange to me is that these fucking millionaires that run their corporate corporations right. can't turn that switch in their head that goes, wait a minute, we're being counterproductive. We, over the long run, will actually lose more money. I mean, they'll still turn a profit, but it's going sure. to be less of a profit yep. because it's just basic mathematics. Yeah. That's the weird thing. They're not selling more product. No. They're going to sell the same number of shit. Well, and, and like Eric pointed out too, if one of the two, the big two, um, either Walmart or Target were to say, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to open two hours later. Because then when the people are done shopping at, let's say Target says two hours later, uh, when the people are done shopping at Walmart, they will then come to our store. We don't have to split the audience anymore. Yeah, you know it's like when uh, if the Avengers and Man of Steel de or decide to be released at the same time, or f I guess it would have been Batman, maybe Batman, uh, Dark Knight Rises, and and Man of Steel right. decide they're going to release at the same time, or you release them six months apart, then people don't have to make the decision which movie do I want to go see. Right. Then they can just be like, I'll see both of them. I will see both. Yeah. So then they, in theory, will make more money. Yeah. You know. It just it's to me it's basic fucking common sense, but right. you know what do you do? No, and no, I've never been out, and I never will no, because it, in most cases you can get the same deals online. You really can, mm -hmm. and especially nowadays, I think the uh, the cyber deals are going to be far more. Well, and you have two days enticing. to do it too. You have 
well, actually, you'll have three now. You have Thanksgiving, you have the day after Thanksgiving, then you have Cyber Monday. Right. And I, um, luckily I don't, I, I, my days off are Monday, Tuesday, so I don't have to take Monday off. But every year I've taken Monday off to shop Cyber Monday. Oh, and I, I get a fire going in the fireplace. No. Oh, I nice. get a pot of coffee going. And oh. now we have a cure egg, so I just make it like it's a couple of times. Like like Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how's that even go? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you Everywhere turn. you turn, yeah. That's it. Something, yeah. I'm going to have another cocktail. <laughs> Time to get drunk as shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, and I like that time of year. The problem that I have is when the time of year keeps starting earlier and earlier. Right. Like, I like Christmas time as long as it's happening at Christmas time. Right. Yeah. I always get very excited because the new, uh, a lot of the new geek innovations come out around that time. Right. right. This year, you've PS4 and the Xbox One, neither of which I can afford at all, are both coming out. Either, P- either of which I would love to have. PS4 is definitely the superior system. So it would seem. Yeah. There's and too uh, much garbage to go along with the uh, Xbox. Right. I seem to remember uh, when we were at a certain convention earlier this summer. What? No. What now, girl? <laughs> what happened, girlfriend? And there was a PS4 on display with a new uh, 4K TV, Sony 4K. Oh, yeah. And that was just a PS3. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And this yeah. Hoosier was trying to like push it on people. Yeah. And we were fucking riding him. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> you, you had the nuts to say, what? so what output is coming into this TV that yeah. has that capability? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Well, the, well, there's nothing has been devised yet. <laughs> like, so it's basically you're telling me it's worthless. Right. Like, yeah. it's, it's no better than a 1080 television. And then I also asked him, isn't it true that the human eye can only process 1080p <laughs> like, at maximum? I mean, yeah. so it's basically like if you were to uh, say you had a sub sandwich, right? That was two feet long. Whoa! And there's someone standing, and 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 you can, it's two feet long, and it's also a foot and a half in diameter. So, but someone tells you you can't use a knife and a fork; you have to just eat that sandwich. <laughs> you can still only take as big of a bite as your mouth will allow, right? Right. So it doesn't matter that the sandwich is ginormous. You can still only take as big of a bite as your mouth will allow, and you can only put as much in your belly as your belly will allow. So what point is there in having a two-foot, foot-and-a-half diameter sandwich? There isn't. Can can I ask, what, is, what does the sandwich have on it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. 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 I am geeking out, though. I did. Uh, I haven't played a console system in a long time. And I happened to notice a couple of trailers recently for uh, the new, the new Killzone game for PS4, which okay. looks. Is that a first-person shooter? Yeah, but I think those first-person shooters are evolving a lot into a lot of like, a lot of third-person, uh, so they can display more cinematic and like oh right right, right. interactive yeah. gameplay with like more graphical interface, and it just oh it looks ridiculous, like the the. The developments and like progress that that whole oh, yeah. uh, arena has had is just disgustingly awesome. Well, like my boys right now are playing uh, Battlefield Four, and it looks amazing. What system is that for? Um, both, I believe. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we have. I just rebuilt. Well, didn't so much rebuild as I bought them a new Xbox and then retrofitted it to use their old hard drive. All right. Because the the old. The Xboxes, they had a hard drive enclosure that just snapped on the side. That's right. Well, now it's an insert deal. So I tore apart their old hard drive oh, and retrofitted their new Xbox to, to where I didn't think it would work. And it did. And it worked amazingly. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> um, the only problem is they can't swap it out between Xboxes, which would be handy. Because sometimes, right. like when if I'm, we're recording down here and they want to play Xbox, they used to just grab the hard drive and take the game and the hard drive upstairs to my Xbox. Well, now they can no longer do that, so they have to take the whole Xbox upstairs, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Or if they go to their dad's, they can't just take the hard drive and the game. They have to take the whole Xbox, which we don't allow them to do because I didn't buy them that fucking Xbox so that it gave them something to do at their dad's house. <laughs> right, it's not um, a touring device. Right. Um, but uh, we we have Xboxes. We have two Xboxes here and we have a PS3. All right. So, um, uh, but I've found myself recently buying more games for PS3 because frankly, it's just easier to use. 
Um, if it needs an update, it'll download it automatically. Yeah. And then the next time I turn it on, it'll install it. Um, because it's hooked up, it has a Wi-Fi, um, card built in. Um, they're online. Like, the, if you wanted to play against somebody, it's free. Nice. Um, it automatically connects when you turn the device on. Um, for example, Grand Theft Auto V has an online component now. Um, which did not launch well. <laughs> and so they ended up as a, we're sorry. Here, here's PlayStation for you. As a, we're sorry. They're like, we'll just go ahead and, uh, uh, deposit a half a million dollars into your online game account. Oh. For GT, oh, nice. GTA 5. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, uh, Xbox, you have to pay to use their online. Um, That's right. The, the older, uh, Xboxes um, don't have a built-in Wi-Fi. The new one, the Slim that we've got down here, does. Um, but the older ones, you have to get a, a device that plugged in the back of it. It's just a pain in the ass. Everything Microsoft does seems to be counterproductive to making their customers happy. So they've they've backrevved on a lot of stuff that they were talking about with the Xbox One, where they wanted to originally every it was going to be on, had to be online all the time, couldn't play. It wasn't backwards compatible. Um, the connect was always on. So literally someone at Microsoft could just look in your house whenever they wanted. Oh. Cause the connect can see that's... everything that's going on in your house. So a few of those things they, they went back on. You don't have to be online all the time. The connect isn't always on, but I, I still don't think it's backward compatible. So you can't play your old games. Oh, right. Um, and to my knowledge, you still can't play used games. Ah, which is a big owie because that would put like GameStop out of business. Right. I mean, you know, and, and, and it was funny because Blockbuster was, was the, uh, was the company that made the biggest deal out of that because that, that meant that they could no longer rent video games. Right. Because that would, because what, what basically had to happen was you, the game that you bought had to be registered to a specific system. Right. So Blockbuster was like, Hey, look, we are your largest purchaser of your product. So if that's going to be the case, we're done purchasing your product. Oops. So Xbox went, whoa, 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 okay, well, we'll, we'll work something out here. And then what happens? Xbox closes all, or uh, Blockbuster closes all of their stores last week. Oh, God. <laughs> Prior to the launch of the Xbox One. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. You know, that's a funny thing. That's, that kind of PC gaming is really, that's the premise, like CD keys. Like game keys. Right. Like there is no used gaming with PC gaming. Right. Like, and that's, and I think that's the console game difference. Like, right. That's why PC games aren't as popular because you, you have to go out and pay full price. Right. Except for that one that's somehow survived for 10 years now and somehow people still pay $15 a month for. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking insane. I don't know how. Has it been out that long? 10 years. The new WoW has been out 10 years. Yep. Wow, that ten years went by fast. It's ten year a video game for ten years. The the weirdest thing is, I remember when it was just a rumor, yeah, that they were going to be coming out with a new World of Warcraft and it was going to revolutionize online yep. gaming. And and I remember the old World of Warcraft and I was like, I hated that game. It was boring. Oh yeah, it was yeah, you know strategy based. You build yeah. your town. And you... Turn based even wasn't it? To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not interested. Zero interest. And then this game comes on. I was like, wow. The only reason I'm not interested is because I know it would fucking, it would absorb my life. Right. Yeah. And it's and now 15, 10 years, really. 10 years, 15 bucks a month. Every account. Wow. They just keep on going. And, and you it, talk about like games that profit. Wow. I mean, that game, they went from, I think they peaked around like 18 million customers, 18 million accounts at 15 bucks a month. Holy shit. And now they're they're Hold down. On. They're down to a measly nine million accounts or so. Still fifteen bucks a month. So eighteen million Hold on. It's fucking insane. Um so we have eighteen oops. So eighteen it said how eighteen when they peaked, I think that was around eighteen million accounts. Times fifteen, 15 bucks a month. Yep. Two hundred and seventy million dollars a month. A month. A freaking month times twelve. It my calculator won't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> it brings up letters and like hold on. Let's you get over a hundred. Oh wait, that's three billion two hundred and forty million dollars a year. That's like when you do like the multiple free guys up Super Mario. It starts getting the weird shapes and symbols. <laughs> that's what your calculator's doing right now. Three billion two hundred and forty million dollars a year. 
Yeah. Times. Ten years. Thirty-two billion dollars. And that's just the subs. That's not the actual game purchase. Every one of those was actually a purchased game. So you have thirty-two billion, and the game was what sixty bucks. Yeah, figure the game. So when you had how many? Eighteen million. Yeah. Sixty <laughs> times. Oh, it's just insane, man. That's one billion dollars just in sales. So that's that's just in sales of the game. Yeah. So you're ending up with thirty-five billion dollars. Like they created, they didn't create. They they created a. I mean, it's a world. Like they created of a Warcraft. Digital, they created a digital existence that people want to flock to. Well, and, and not, and it's like they live their lives in this world. Many, many like, do. People get married. Yeah. In the world. Like yeah. They meet their spouses in world. Yeah. It's fucking insane, dude. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's craziness. I mean I'm a nerd, but I'm not that kind of nerd. Right. This has been episode two hundred and twenty one of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Sean. Love you. Love you, man. Blonde uh blonde chicks for the win. <laughs>